Right, it's midnight. Uh, it's time for the common results. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Let's go. to the comedy results. I can't believe I'm saying that. I've not done this for a long, long time. This is me, Gavin Webster. I'm fit and healthy. It's long since Christmas gone to long since 12th night, isn't it? You know? Here we are on the 24th of January. I hope you're all keeping well. It's even a long time after that depressing night, the 12th or something like that. Anyway, we've got a few listeners. Um, considering, you know, I left the whole thing in a forlorn state a few weeks back because there was no gigs and there still is no gigs. I just want to see how you're doing. I'm just being a, a bit of a not an agony uncle but a, a bloke just um, checking in on his listeners. You know, like somebody uh, like a district nurse checking in on their own. So let's have a little bit of marine boy. Shall I have a little bit of some marine boy? A little bit of marine boy. Well, anyway. I was going to say, where have you been tonight? That's how you normally start the show. We say, where have you been tonight? What have you been doing? What gigs have you been watching? Where have you been playing? If you're a comedian, you're driving back somewhere, you come back on the motorway, you come back on the on the freeway, on the on the highway, on the on the on the A roads, the B roads. I don't know. Nobody's anywhere though. Everybody's stuck in the house at the moment. Unless you've got somebody listening from Australia, from Perth or something like that, or one of them other towns in Australia. Talking about the gigs they're doing in front of loads of people, they'll start thinking the Antipodeans a bit smugger than again. Ah, oh, yeah, it's back to normal where we are. No, it's not in Britain, though, is it? Everybody's in their little houses talking about what might have been and what indeed, um, what might have been and what is perhaps going to happen but uh, is not happening at the moment. Does that make sense? Um, I did a tribute to Peter Swan this week, the uh, footballer that was caught taking bribes back in the day. Um, and 
um, it, it talked about um, the, the 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 history of um, of, of what was going on um, in 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 those days, taking the bribes for Sheffield Wednesday back in nineteen sixty two. Anyway, he died this week. He had Alzheimer's for years. I thought he died for years, but I said to him. Well, the moral of that story is um, never pretend that you're going to get beat when you were going to get beat in the first place and watch that you did bet on that, that you were going to get beat for. But uh, anyway, I confused myself a little bit like what I'm doing now. So um, anyway, here we are on mixlr.com slash Gavin Webster. Um, we're not live on Facebook anymore. We're just on mixlr, mixlr.com slash Gavin Webster. We've got the Facebook page up and running. Uh, if you just go to, if you just go to, on Facebook and you just type in... Um, Type in uh, whatever it is, um, the comedy results, you'll find it. So um, I asked a question this evening. Uh, oh, by the way, if you want to ring the show, if you want to ring the show, you can do on... Let's have a look and see what the, the phone number is. I always forget. It's got an, it's got an 07 at the beginning. Um, 0772-006-304. That's 0772-006-304. Ring the show. Give us a ring. Just tell us. Ring about anything. I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Why would I be bothered now? Uh, it's it, it, We're at this stage where none of us are really that bothered. You know, we, we, we're just, we just like to do some gigs. And I want, I want people to... Uh, Remember the good times. Uh, so I, I put a question out there for tonight's comedy results at midnight. I must ask this question. Is there any lovely stand-up lanes you miss at the minute? Like lanes. What, I don't mean one lane. I don't mean like the fact that it's got to be Tim Vane or Milton Jones or Noel James. Or, as much as I really enjoy those acts. Um, just a lane that people come out with, you know. I miss somebody on stage, you know, with a mic and a drink just going... <laughs> I'm, I don't really miss the observational comics. I don't know about you. I don't. I don't miss the. Uh, oh, have you ever noticed? I'm not really asked about observational comedy anyway. But unless it's you know the level of Billy Connolly or something, I'm. I'm not really. I'm not really bothered about somebody noticing things because I mean, do you know what I've noticed at the minute? We're all stuck in the house, uh, and all you all you see is um, vital v shops selling vital supplies. You know. Um, although I think you can go to a garden centre, can't you? Um, mm. Anyway, I haven't touched the whiskey for a week or so. I'm just having some now. Got a few listeners as well this evening. That's good. So as I say, for tonight's comedy results, I had asked the question, is there any lovely stand-up lanes you miss at the minute? You know? I, can think, I can think of two great ones off the top of my head, I said. I didn't actually have thought of them this afternoon. I put them up, but being, all, being, being not brutally honest. But um, they were... The fantastic Addy, Addy Vandenborg. But, I mean, I call him Addy Borg because he was Addy Borg back in the day. But he's Addy Vandenborg, which is a great name, isn't it? It's sort of, um, I don't know, from the, is, he, is his family from the Low Countries or something like that, Addy Vandenborg? If anybody would like to get in touch via um, via Mixalar, or you can text me on uh, my number, or you can, you can tweet me on at the Gavin Webster, at Comedy Results, or you can get in touch. Um, uh, you can get in touch via um, Facebook as well. Where Addy Borg's actually from? He's from. He may be from the Low Countries. I don't know. His family may be. He's not Jewish. Um, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> don't you? Don't you? Um, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, me. But the the, the um, I'm I'm saying that the he's actually um, from the Low Countries. But he, he he's got a massive nose, you know, uh, and he says he's C of E, I remember he says, uh, some people might think I'm Jewish, but no, C of E, C of E, 
I always thought he was very funny, Eddie Borg. I hope he's listening. <laughs> no, no, don't take it the wrong way. And everybody else thought he was shit, brother. He was very funny. I always thought he was a funny bloke. Not, not just because he was from my team. We've got a phone call already. Well, I'll have to get off this dodgy, dodgy bit of ground we're on, and we'll we'll answer the phone and we'll see who that may be. Hello, and who's that? Hello, it's Jojo. Hi, are you all right? So word got out that 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 I had the show on tonight. I just saw your post and I thought, oh, I haven't spoken to Gab for ages and I'm just terribly impressed that you're still keeping going. So well, I'm not keep, I am not keep. haven't been keeping going. This is the first one in weeks. <laughs> well, that's why. I thought I'd missed it for some reason, so no. clearly I haven't. No, I no, just no. thought yesterday at a whim. I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'll just do an hour. Me as well. Yeah, good. Good idea, Gab. And Very we've got a few idea. We've got a few listeners, so it's quite nice. It's like, you know, not a massive amount of listeners, but it's enough for, for around a campfire. Um, yeah, exactly. How the devil are you, Kelly? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You know, things considered, it's uh, you know I'm having a laugh still and uh, keeping myself going. What about yourself? You know, I'm all right too. Um, I think, like everybody, kind of gone up and down and round about. Had a few mental breakdowns, but <laughs> just, I'm just coming out the other Sorry, side. Sorry, don't know why I'm laughing at that. Is that pathos? <laughs> 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 breakdowns, <laughs> fucking. Bre- what are you like? <laughs> Get- I think I'm hoping that, that we all give each other an amnesty at the end of this. Just going, fuck, that was mental, wasn't it? Sorry, sorry about that. Bit and I, and I, and also, also, I think, um, you know, I'm so fucking because I've got, I've still got that factory floor backgroundness. You know when, you know when people go on Facebook and go. I have to admit, I'm struggling a bit today. I feel like I'm yeah. fucking yeah. struggling. Pull yourself together, you daft cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm either, I go from that, pull yourself together, you daft cunt, or you're fucking struggling. You think you're fucking struggling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. You can, yeah I'll oh, think you're fucking struggling. Fucking like Basil Faulty sort of thing. <laughs> you think you've got problems? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So, I don't know. I think, I think it's like a devil on your shoulder, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Cause yeah, you, Absolutely, and this I think be, I, um... I've ranged from being really positive, everything will be all right, to fucking hell, where do I, where do I buy my boiler suit, my fucking ankle chain? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm small in a boiler suit because I've lost a lot of weight because I can't afford to eat, but apart from that... <laughs> <laughs> well, we bought a cooker, actually, because um, cause we the other one was knackered. So it's it's oh, okay. it, it couldn't use the oven, so I had to, so I, I couldn't really afford it, but I, I went with the way to get the money together for this cooker, so I didn't get a brilliant one, and yeah. um, it's saving me loads of money because we're not getting any takeaways now, you know. We're, we're it's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah, a few people have discovered. I've discovered I can make soup. Ah, yeah, soup. I, can, I like a bit of soup. <laughs> yeah, homemade soup, and it's much nicer than the stuff we yeah. obtain, you know. Yeah, full of nutrients. Aye. It's all good. It's all good. So, so um, oh, hold on. Some, somebody wants to know where the link is. I, I put the bloody link up all the bloody time. And then I've just put, we're, we're live now. Tune in and somebody's put, where's the link? Uh, so if, you, if you'll if excuse us, I'm just doing this while I'm talking to you. So uh, anyway, tell us, what was the last gig you did? Oh, oh God, fucking hell. Good question. Can't remember. Oh, yeah, there was some, there was some pre-Christmas Zooming. Aye, aye. And a bit of a pre-record on New Year's Eve. Um, so yeah, I did, I did, I did something. I can't, do you know that way where it's kind of, I just, I've emptied my brain of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm the, I'm the same. Oh, I, you know, I did, I did 
sneak open for a few days. So oh I yeah, I remember. I think that, I remember seeing the coverage about that. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Was that all right? It was fucking great. Do you know what I mean? Just you know, social distanced mm -hmm. and stuff, but it still it was it felt like a proper kick. Oh, that's yeah, good. That well, it's a, it is a proper gig in there, isn't it? So even mm -hmm. even socially distanced, that would be a good gig, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, it was great. It was bloody great. So, but yeah, that's the last sort of in-person gig I did. Oh, mad, um, mad, mad. And yeah, but if do you feel do you feel that you'd have a new set when when things start again, or do you think it might be you'll just be going around the same old, same old, like you're going back into a a brand tub of your old material, you know, fishing around for shit? Yeah, no, I think I have. I have come up with quite a lot of new stuff just because mm -hmm. because of the Zoom gigs and shit. It's because it's not like stand up. So Aye. I have been quite kind of going, oh fuck, I can't, I can't do that. It won't work. So mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. had to kind of. But then it's that catch twenty two because I've done stuff that have been of the moment in you know just kind of where we are at that present moment in time politically you know lockdown wise and that's that'll you know, quite a date really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, so the, yeah, the upshot is I've got fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking spitting whiskey out now. That's funny. So so the top and bottom of it is, no, I don't have any material whatsoever. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to remember my stuff, though, from the past. You know, I'm, I'm struggling to remember what I did. I think it's because it's fairly up. It's fairly, it's like natural, isn't it? That like you would struggle to remember what well, you did. Like a muscle that hasn't been exercised. And so, you know, a couple of the Zoom gigs and stuff, you know, you kind of, you know, fuck up, oh, I've run out of and you grasp something, you go, oh, yeah, I forgot that joke, and you start it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about industry here. It's like, <clears throat> it's an unnatural thing to do, stand up, you know, and, and so when you, yeah. when you get, good at it and you get a flow going it's this it's this thing that's very difficult to keep doing unless you're doing it every night and then you can get this rhythm and flow and things going but if you're out of sorts you, it's just a, a selection of ideas or like it's like dropping food on the table it's not like in any good order when it's when it's not when you're not ebbing and flowing with things are you it's not it's not in a good Yeah, it, it it really is. It's it it. I don't know. It it it. it it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of all this at the end because obviously some people will pack in. I think I think that's fair yeah. to say. And then yeah. others who were never really high up on the slopes anyway would just probably pack in. So it's down to the good acts to go right. We've really got to stick our neck yeah, out here and start getting good again. You know. That's right, yeah. We've, we've almost turned ourselves into a media industry as opposed to just people talking on stage. And that may be... And I think if if the part... If gigs come back partly online and partly live, now that'll be interesting, yeah. wouldn't it? You know? Yeah, like you've got viewers as well. That, I find that really... Sort of... Um, that aspect of that is like... 
Well, I, I don't know where that's going to go. It can only go to a good place, can't it? Well, you hope so. And you just wonder, because it's not so much what we want to do, it's what, you know, particularly other people, you know... If audiences have discovered that sitting in on a Saturday night tuning into a live stream is preferable to spending, you know, 50 quid on taxis and a meal and, a, you know, or whatever mm. on a night out, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? There, there might still be a lot of companies that then go, oh, well, we're not going to take everybody out for, uh, you know, to a comedy club. We'll just book comedians and we'll do it online. I also know that everybody gets so fucking sick and tired of being online that they'll just Ah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I, I thought, I think, thought, thought about this today. I was talking to my missus uh, a couple of days ago about this. I says I was thinking it might turn the the circuit might turn. It might be a very seasonal thing, but instead of winter, it might turn to summer. And you know how yeah. how things like festivals have got bigger in the last twenty years, obviously, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think they they might be a thing because people like going out in the open air because. People will get very paranoid, I think, even when this is over, about being in enclosed spaces and they'll start doing that coffin thing and putting masks on and everything. I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> so you, you know you know what those people are like, the people that are obsessed with, they think they're going to get cancer if they're sitting near a smoker. But you've always had them tapes, haven't you, Gan? Yeah, no, they're all, they were there before. They're, they were, but they're the, they're the ones that are going mental now, aren't they? They're going, oh, could you keep yeah. the cigarette away from me because I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> affecting me badly. And you think, oh, fuck off, will you? You know and I'm not just I'm not just um be, I'm not being too good for school or or, or you know um or uh, kind of um hanging around on your side because you're a smoker because I'm not a smoker but like you know you're not gonna get secondary smoke when you get near somebody but also like I enclosed spaces people will do that so it might be a big open air thing and people will start saying well I'll do a comedy festival and we'll do we. I've got this gig, I'm a promoter, but I don't do gigs all year round, but I do this four-day event on a, on a trading estate. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, I did a couple on a trading estate. I did a, I did a gig. Me, Matty Reid was booking this gig. He was comparing, and I did one of them. It was great. Apparently, it, it fizzled out in the end, like, uh, after a few weeks. But for the first three or four weeks, it was this mental bloke who was um, running it. And it was it was on a trading estate in the west end of Newcastle in Leamington, which is quite a rough part of Newcastle. My dad used to work at the glassworks there, and it was on this trading estate. And he was one of these blokes that was, um, you know, these blokes that's divorced, but he he, he reckons he's moved on, but you can tell he's still absolutely cut up about it because he's going, he's gone. And then me ex, <laughs> me ex, ah, oh, that bitch, right? I yeah, uh, I yeah. Uh, this is this is a lovely lady, but do you know what I did? I bought a house in the same street as her and a new bloke just to piss her off. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> and he, then he kept saying, but I'm over it. I'm over it. And he just kept going on about it. And I thought, oh, oh, fuck me. You are damaged. <laughs> no, absolutely not. When somebody is just constantly reminding you how well they're coping with something yeah. while having a virtual Oh, absolutely. I. What the fuck must you mean think of buying a house in the street just to piss her off? I mean, fuck's sake, I think... Uh, it's a, and that, I thought, I'm nicking that lane for a sitcom or something. That's such a good lane. Yeah, um, So he ran these gigs, right, in Leamington, right, in, in the West End of Newcastle. And the, well, it was on a trading estate, and I thought, this is going to be horrible. And it was fucking brilliant, you know? It was really nice, and it was outdoors. And I thought, you know, there might be a lot more of these things this year, or, or if it yeah, gets sorted, or next year. And even when things get sorted out, it may be a thing where you go, bloody hell, me best months are 
June and July, that's when I make a load of money just, um, you know, going yeah, to these... Gigs yeah, and gigs Yeah. Kind of yeah. So, I mean, it's just a thought, but I think yeah. that might happen. Um, yeah, well, I think it's about just, you know, looking at all the different options and possibilities and just being open to anything, really. Mm. Ah, great. And I think if you get if you can get laughs, you can get laughs. I always think, like, um doesn't matter where you do, you know, this generation's comedy store was last generation's, I don't know, Wakefield Variety Club yeah, or, or really. and, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And everybody... I Great, isn't it? So I can jump in my car and deliver sandwiches. And oh, it's great. I love, I love doing deliveries. You know, you know, I do deliveries as well now. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. I think, I think it's the thing that we've got because I, I just, it's like a gig. So, do you know what I mean? They all couple of shielding that they, they get their lunch every day to get sweet sandwiches. Aye. And then she stands and has me at the door for about 20 minutes chatting and she always gives me a pound because she says, oh, you speak, my dear. You're an absolute hoot. Oh, really? <laughs> right. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm having a great Oh, that's good. So, yeah, well, so we're both in the delivery business at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like yeah. sort of daily drink. Nice. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, yeah. I would, um, I've, uh, I, it's be, it, it's given me a purpose as well, you know. And then I come home and finish, yeah. and then I have a drink, and you know, that's great. Um, so it sounds like you're coping okay. I'm, I'm concerned for people in general, and I hope everybody's all right. And if anybody, by the way, if anybody's in any way struggling, I know this isn't like night owls, <laughs> but um, if anybody's struggling, give us a ring. Um, yeah. uh, Everybody copes differently, don't they? Some people, some people do it in silence, and then other people are open, and that's just everybody's different, really. I, I think. Yeah. No, absolutely. Dave Longley was brilliant. He gave me some advice on a book to read, which I read. That helped. So, was that his yeah. book, by any chance? I know. I read that off my own. I found that. No, it was a book about concentration. Somebody survived a concentration camp, and it cheered me up. No end. Which do you know? Do you know? There's a book called. This is not a joke but i realized it became a joke there's a book called the power of the power of now meaning as oh, in yes, so I've heard about that one. This one was called a man's search for meaning right yes, well you, you know the book the power of now right this is yeah. true i haven't got around to fucking reading it yet <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's not meant as a joke but it's a fucking perfect joke isn't it i just it's hanging about and I've, it's i even put it in my car but i never i've never got around to fucking picking it up and, re, and you think where well, you go there's the problem in there <laughs> Yeah, just the power of fucking my procrastination. Just like I bought the bastard, but I haven't got. I've had it for fucking ages as well. Um, but you know, it, it's. I mean, I know, like it's the old joke. Oh, I was going to go to self assertiveness classes, but my friend talked me out of it or something like that. But I, I really have got the power of now, but I haven't read it because Paul 
Tonginson's told me, oh, The Power of Now is a good book online. I thought, oh, fuck, I've got that book and I haven't got round to reading it. <laughs> but, you know, one day, and then obviously um, by then all the things you say you should do when you're 40, I'll be fucking 70 or something. So um, that's the one thing. Well, look, thanks for ringing. I was a very unexpected pleasure. I was, I was, I don't know who I was expecting to ring tonight, but. Um, who knows? You may, be the, you may be the last caller. I don't know, first and last. But um, look after yourself, Jojo. And hopefully, I mean, I'm saying I'll see you at a gig. I may, I may probably speak to you on the oh, phone a few weeks. Before I go, though, I do, one of the jokes that does stick in my mind, which probably can't be used anymore, is the Reverend Obadiah Steckerwolf yeah. always comes to mind whenever he was doing a gig. There was somebody who was a little bit well-fed in the audience. He was he used to say didn't he used to say at the beginning he said he used to say you know whoever brought him on stage you know say it was yourself no it couldn't work for it's a woman it's it's gotta be a bloke's name um so he'd say mark nelson or so he'd say um he says, hey, Mark Nelson there. I've known him for years. So I, I know him by his original name, John Venables. <laughs> um, and like half the crowd get it and half don't. Half think it's dreadful, but half have to get whispered to them who, who he's talking about. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's fucking funny. Um, so anyway, look, I'll speak to you soon. And um, in the meantime, look, look after yourself and the family. Cheers now. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. That's quite an unexpected pleasure, that. You know, um, I was good. I didn't know where the receiver was to, to put it. Well, it's not a receiver, is it? You can't clash the phone down these days. But um, Jojo Sutherland there, who, um, you know, is very convivial. Very convivial. Never personal. Always personable. Um, yes, anyway, I'll get through this question. Fucking loads of listeners tonight. Hello, listeners. I'll, I'll have a drink to you all. You're, oh, fuck, we've got another phone call coming in now. This is mental, this, isn't it? Who's this? I'll get through I'll get through this question before we before we get on with the show. Hello, and who's that? Oh, hello, Gavin. It's Rodders from Reading. Oh, hiya, Rodders from Reading. You're actually listening to the show tonight, aren't you, as well? Yeah, I am. I'm, uh, I'm uh, in the darkness listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one of many, mate. I didn't expect... Ah, fuck it. I thought there may be four of us listening tonight or something like that, but we've got quite well, a crowd. <laughs> oh, well, make us feel great, why don't you? Um, <laughs> you got the whole of the UK tuned in, probably. I'd rather do this than watch the telly. Well, there's not, there's never a lot on, is there? Um, <laughs> losing the will to live when I go downstairs and my missus and daughter are watching. Um, what's it? Called? What's that thing called where Tom Jones is on and they turn round and watch the flip their seats oh, around? The voice. Three that's it. The voice. Hey, that's right, that's right. And, it, and it, it's very arbitrary, isn't it? It's Frank Sinatra, but then it's Lonnie Donegan of Freddie Parrotface Davis or something. Like oh, I remember working with uh, Freddie Parrotface Davis back when he was a fucking hell, Tom, you know. Keep it high, bro. <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. Aye, that's right. I, I, I have been watching some online comedy, though. I've been watching the, uh, the, the Felt Nelt. Um, oh, have you really? The, yes. Uh, Friends uh, of the show. In my southern, in my southern accent, but yeah, but... Uh, Certainly was. It old Lang Sane as well. Yeah. <laughs> Word perfect. It was good because I, I watched another, I wouldn't name the promotion because I watched another comedy live stream uh, that evening uh, and there were a lot of very famous acts on it, but it was just awful because they were all just sitting in their bedrooms and like oh, man. a famous comic in their bedroom is still just a bloke. 
bloke in the bedroom, whereas you lot and the felt melt people yeah. had a proper studio set up, and it just felt it was almost like being back in the club. Uh, oh, well, you know, that's, I hope the felt now yeah. people are listening so I can uh, pass that wonderful quote of yours on. It was yeah, done it was properly. Awesome. Big uh, out to, big up to, big up, I hate saying words like that, but like <laughs> uh, a big shout out there to uh, a big, um, a bit, bit of praise for uh, Neil Harris and Hal Branson, who were the tech people there who did a great job. And, uh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that was good. He, he ended up talking to me a bit, which was which was which was fun. Then we had Neil Harris, uh, Lauren Patterson, uh, John Scott, and uh, someone who went went by the name of Zoe, who was absolutely mad. Oh, was I know funny. Zoe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Zoe's a very funny very, act. Yeah, very funny. I've spoke to Zoe yeah. before after the gig. Uh, the, the real life person that plays Zoe, and she reminds me. I don't know whether it's uh, throughout the country this, but. And maybe it's my generation, but she reminds me of very stinky, pissy girls I went to school with that were like um, from. Well, I don't. I don't want to sound like a snob here, but they were always from the council estates, you know, and and they were like the the rough end council estates, and they always like um, you know, they were badly dressed, and they would be like really um, they'd be really um, uh, what's the word like like too familiar with you, but not in a but not in a. But not in a sensual, sexual way, just a little bit graphic with you when they're talking to you. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and um, in a bit weird, one of these people that comes from a household where you go, "Oh, there's," I don't want to know what goes on in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get what you mean. But yeah, it was, it was a good show. Like it is, uh, not will be actually being in a comedy club, but that was it's pretty close to it. Yeah. Well, I, um, as I say, I'll I'll pass the. Um, Pass the comments on. Th- I think you've had a comment actually. Lee Kale's actually texted in and said, If this fucker slags me off, I'll bray him. Well, there you go. That's quite nice. Uh, Lee Kale's put, Nicola's the funniest person in the North, except me, I reckon. Oh, well. Um, his next best um, um, uh, virtue is modesty. Um, I am. Um, yes, that's Nicola. Nicola, uh, Nicola Mantalios Thompson, I think she's called now, because uh, she's married a second time, but she's very funny. Um and uh, Zoe is a funny uh, character, um. But you know, maybe he's our player character, but nobody knows that I do. Maybe, um. So anyway, how's things with you? Are, have you, uh, apart from seeing any gigs, you, have you have you have you organised any or, or or done any yourself in 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 recent times? Uh, the last gig I had was was in October, where I put on a um a Halloween show in the um. Uh, in the garden of a pub, which built itself a swimming pool. Um, where, where was this? Where, what part of the world was this? Is this in Hampshire, uh, was it? Uh, this is in, 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 in Reading, uh, at, a, at a pub uh, called the Jolly Anglers. The um, Jolly yeah, Anglers, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you Google it, or if you look up on the Sun website, you'll see uh, an article about how they just, without planning permission, just built a swimming pool because they were bored during the first lockdown. Have they, have they had to pull it down? Uh, no, they got away with it because it's technically a temporary structure. Um, and uh, the council <laughs> seems to be quite nice around here. They don't they don't they're in the mood for destroying businesses any more than like. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's the, it it looks extra mean, doesn't it, to be to be um, stopping people from doing things in in this particular times. Um, so that's the Jolly Angler, and uh, you, you did a gig there. You didn't do it yeah, in the had, in the empty we had, pool. Um, we had a uh, Clinton Baptiste headline. Um, Aye. And 
and uh, we had Jake the guy called Jake Pickford to open uh, but Blinden Baptiste was a was phenomenal uh, he, he went right out to the crowd uh, did the whole mind reading thing oh yeah um, yeah yeah it, it's, it's a really really compelling character I it think. is yeah 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 is that uh, Tom uh, oh you know you're thinking of uh, Tom Bin uh, yeah Clint, Clint, Clint Baptiste uh, no it's slightly different they're both mystic acts Clint Baptiste is the character from um Oh, Phoenix Knights! Phoenix Knights, yeah. That was based on a real person, wasn't it? Yeah, because um, uh, it was somebody had put some gigs on in, in Spain or something, and um, uh, an act went over there. Somebody he got recommended by a famous Scouse act, and, and, he, and he, he, he kept saying, because um, Neil Anthony's told me this, Neil uh, Fitzmorris, and he was like, he was going over to some woman, going, uh, so at this table here, I'm getting uh, cancer, cancer. Uh, anyway, you, love, have you had cancer? <laughs> she went, no. And has anybody in your family had cancer? No. He says, has, has your mum had cancer or anything, any cancer? And she went, no. And he went, right. And he was like putting the seeds in the head that you might have it. <laughs> so, so they did, for, on the Phoenix Nights, they didn't do cancer stuff, but he did say like, I'm getting a nonce over here. <laughs> He yeah, said he, he did stuff like that, and yeah. he, he just went up to them and said, "Oh, a guy, guy called Dave thinks you're a twat." <laughs> 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 so it was on, and it was because it was a Halloween theme show. We had uh, pumpkins, we had weird lighting everywhere. Aye, aye. Uh, half the acts, including myself, were in fancy dress, so I was dressed up as a vampire. And the best thing about doing an October gig outside is that the minute I got on stage, it just absolutely chucks it down with rain, and people, yeah. um, people's umbrellas were being blown over, furniture was going over. <laughs> it was havoc until the first act got on, and then it stopped raining. Um, but people were so happy to be out, they kind of just put up with the weather. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was amazing fun. I'm so glad I, I did it, because I was like, oh, we, did, we got away with doing, doing one in September, where the weather was really good, and I was like, oh, shall I do an October one? And thank goodness I did, because it <laughs> last work since well I mean I've not done anything live for a long time I think maybe in October I did a gig down in um, the Tyne Bank Brewery and that may have been the last one I did just just before it was the night before lockdown the f- the lo- the second lockdown it was a lockdown in, in the autumn wasn't it and then it sort of things came out and then obviously we're, we're locked down forever now aren't we it's like the Punic Wars or something but um, oh god I hope not uh, I, will, I will be so grateful for this like there were gigs I used to get annoyed at going oh this very good. I, I yeah. Just think maybe I was an ungrateful oik and I should have been happier <laughs> doing the gigs I had. <laughs> I well, I used to complain about the travelling. I have to say, I was a really whinged about the travelling a lot. Whinged about the travelling a lot. Stop. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Where it's taken away. Like, I'd love to just sit on the train right now. It'd be so exciting. Yeah, I know. I know, mate. I know. I know exactly where you're coming from. But, you know, we. we um. I think that 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 thing that's that that is a real boon. It's a real sort of millstone. People get excited about going on trains, you know, because they go, "Oh, excellent! We've got a, we've got a, you know, we've got a change at, you know, at, at Peterborough, and then we've got to go." And you think, "Oh, for fuck's sake, we've got to change at Peterborough, yeah, and then I've got to." I mean, it's just a different. I mean, within a month of doing comedy again, I'd probably hate the travelling. Mm-hmm. And you're also doing like, well, obviously you're travelling a hell of a lot more than me, driving mm-hmm. all over the place, and God knows all time of night, so. Yeah, yeah, it's got that to it. But you know, I think, I think if it was more, I, I always wondered. I always see my misses. I used to say, if I would stay at home three weeks of the year, in uh, three weeks of the month rather, and do loads of gigs in Northumberland, County Durham, Cumbria, Tyne and Weir, and maybe Yorkshire, 
and then one week of the month, I would gladly get in the car on a Monday and go and do all these gigs everywhere in the South Coast or you know, run down there or, or, or down in the Cotswolds or something and then do stuff. And then on the Friday and Saturday, do London and then do something on the way home and have a whole seven days away on the road. I can put up with that because it's a road trip and it's all right. But it's the constant every weekend being away from home, every Thursday, Friday and Saturday on the road yeah, somewhere. That it brings you down a bit. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I, I all right, yeah. Ah, yeah, um, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I know um, uh, Adam Bloom, uh, long-term surrogate stalwart from my generation, really. Um, Adam uh, does uh, corporates. And, you know, I see he gets two grand for a corporate or something. He, he, what he does is to make it easier, he says, I don't, he may even say, can I have a bit more? Can I have two and a half, but I'll bring a whole bill with me. So what he does is he gets somebody to come and come here for 300 quid, and then he gets a support act for another 300 quid. So he earns less money than what he would, but then he... They go in the car and the the comp air makes it nice for them and then the opening act does quite well and then he does well. Yeah. And, oh God! Could you imagine if you're the only only comic on a corporate gig? Yeah, really because work, they always want. Is that like inserting a mini comedy club? Exactly, and and they always want a long time. They'll say, "Oh, can you do an hour?" And you go, "I can't really. really you shouldn't really do an hour, if, especially if you're not famous." And you say, "Can I do three quarters of an hour?" And they get a bit awesome about that. But if you had a if you have a comp air then doing ten minutes, then the first act does you know, 15 minutes or something, then the comp air does uh, five minutes after that, then you do half an hour at the end, well, that's brilliant, it's a lovely night, and uh, it makes it a lot better, and he doesn't get that much less money, you know, um, it, it, it's it's a very clever way to go, you know, it, it gives you much more longevity, and corporates don't forget if you're good, they might, they might, if you're bad, they'll say, well, I'm not booking him again, and then that's the end of it, I don't think they'll, they'll spend their life bad-mouthing, your life's too short, but if you're good, a corporate will go out of their way to tell people that you're good, you know? Mm, yeah, because I guess they're not, they're not comedy club bookers, so if they know a couple of names that are good, they're not fixing them, won't they? I guess it's easier. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, not a, it's not a thought in your side if you've done a bad corporate. You can't keep, you're not walking around going, well, you know, I um, the career was going well, but back in 2007, I did a terrible one in front of um, Dulux paint management <laughs> staff, and... Oh, it's never been it's never been the same again in my career. I'm tainted by that, you know, in 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 Buckinghamshire. Uh, so you know, it, it's it really it's it's best to it's best to do what Adam does. I think really. Uh, but uh, so anyway, mate, are you um, the? I think I'm doing the next felt out. So if you're interested, I think I'm, I think it's a week on Friday. I think it's probably the whatever it is fifth or something. So oh, by all means, yeah, no, I'll, I think I'll, I'll tune in. I'll, Is it actually filmed like in a, in a theatre? It's, like it's a... in the Alphabetti Theatre, which is in the west end of Newcastle. Um, ah, uh, that's, that's good that they could still do, do that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's just in a in a back room of theatre. It's not in the classic sort of theatre setting. It's in a sort of flat square room in the back where I think they do workshops and things. Um, but, you know, it, it still works and... Uh, it 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 makes for a good show, and uh, we're very sort of collectively proud of it, you know. Yeah, I mean it's an excellent actual show, doesn't it? On the 
just people sitting in front of a camera because otherwise that's just, that's what everyone does for their day job now is just do Zoom meetings all day. They, they do, yeah, the cod. They watch other people have a Zoom meeting, whereas yeah. you're standing up and you've actually got a stage and it's just you know, a bit more razzmatazz. It makes a big difference. Like oh, man, the words like Zoom and algorithms have took over our life, oh. haven't they? Oh, yeah. It's they're, they're, they're the main words now, you know. Um, but uh, well, look at Rodas. Thanks for ringing, mate. It's a lovely oh, surprise no to hear from you. And uh, I was only going to do an hour tonight, so and I was worried that I might be able to not be able to fill it. But we've got we've had we've had two callers, and we've got loads of things to read out. So I think we're going to be all right. But thanks for ringing, mate. Keep awesome. no keep the faith. And, and, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, and when when we go back again, come and come and listen again. Cheers, pal. I will do. See you, See you later, mate. Bye now, bye. So uh, regular there, uh, Rodders, um, Rodders of Reading, which is, uh, do you know what, I don't even want to know his full name. I think Rodders of Reading sounds like a car dealer. Or, it could, it's not a Knight of the Round Tail name, is it? You know, Rodders of Reading here. Um, but uh, anyway, good on you, Rodders. Loads of listeners tonight. Anyway, so, any lovely stand-up lines you miss at the minute. Um, now, my great one, was, my favourite one was um, Addy van der Borg. Addy Van Denborg, he used to be Addy Borg, uh, C of E, um, and he said, he used to always he used to do this thing, right, with a um, uh, uh, harmonica, and he used to be um, doing songs on the harmonica, he was like, pissing about, you know, it was good fun, and then when he finished that, and you say, yeah, that's, um, that's my, that song will be out on my new album, which will be uh, coming out uh, of my arse. <laughs> It's very funny. Anyway, we've got another caller. Hold on a second. Hold on one second here. Let's see what we're going to do with this. See if we can get it on speaker. Hello! Evan. Hello. Uh, I didn't really... I wasn't going to ring you, but I quite like the idea of um, every time you try to tell that Addy, Addy van der Borg line, someone does, and it's like a sitcom. It's a bit like... The, like um, it. It's like um, uh, Frankie Howard wanting to do the prologue in um, <laughs> Pompeii. And now the prologue. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's Lee Kale on the phone. We've got a lot of listeners tonight. I have to give you a proper intro, you know. Uh, it's Lee Kale, everybody. Um, hello, hello, everyone. He seems a nice lad, that Rodas, doesn't he? Hi. I see. It seems like, uh, yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? When you, can, <laughs> you do that corny thing. You see, he seems like a nice lad. Yeah. He's, he's a lovely lad. He's a smashing. I'll tell you what it is, mate. He's a fantastic kid, that kid, you know. That guy, so I'll tell you what, we, we stick up for them, you know, and everyone else is slagging them off. We're like, no, oh, you yeah. know what, if you get the norm, Fucking, he's all right. Yeah, oh, look, oh, a, a comedian, I'm not even going to say who it is, but I'll tell you, a, a, <laughs> a, a local comedian uh, was like, did, does this thing, he did this thing when I was on the Frog and Bucket with him, when it was the old Frog and Bucket in a, a little room um, before it was the main venue, and he, he pretended that the manager had slagged us off. He, he says, he was slagging you off, you know. He said, uh, Garv's rubbish. He says, hey, Garv's not rubbish. He's quite good. <laughs> You'll know who it is. Um, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got an England eye. Uh, it's like, it's, it's, he's getting he's getting in that the manager said I was shit. But he probably <laughs> didn't. But he's like, but then he's getting in that he defended us. The manager said you <laughs> were rubbish. I went, hey, oh, I'm not having that. I, I told him, I said, he's not rubbish, right? And I thought, you fucking sneaky cunt. He's not rubbish. He's fucking... <laughs> oh, no, I, take, I, take, I take it back now. I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's not, because you've said... Anyway, that's... Uh, bad. We'll, now. <laughs> we'll move on from that. So, um, yeah, um, I don't know what Rodders is like. I'd, I'd love him to be good. 
I mean, I'd be honest, if, if he was rubbish, I'd tell him, but uh, yeah, he seems nice, and uh, nice goes a long way, doesn't it? That's enough, isn't it? Like, well. you've got some, like, it's, it's the old thing, that some people are pricks, but undeniably good, and some people aren't that good, but they're dead nice. And you ideally want both, but you kind of have none. You know, well, you what if, what if you're really nice, but you're not that good, but, like, you're so, so fucking nice? Do you think audiences will let you off, or... Um... Uh, or do, do you think they'll go? No, mate, you're, you're nice, but like I want, I want funny, mate. You know. No, I don't think I don't think audiences will let you off. No, they won't, will they? they if won't. you've got two people who are both a bit rubbish, or both like mediocre, let's mm. say, but one of them is a decent person, you're gonna, you, you know, they're at least gonna get some bookings, aren't they? Yeah, and and also there's a thing of like being funny, like quite funny, funny, funny person. And you're very fucking likable. You can get away with not having brilliant material, can't you? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of the battle, I think, if, if people like you. Yeah. And being likable. This is what people make the mistake, I think. People likable. People trying to be likable. And they go like, well, you know, I just do little funny stories about life and that. And, I'm, and you think, no, but you're not likable. And the other go, God, what is it with the price of prawns and Marks and Spencers? I mean, bloody hell. And you go, I'm being likable. I'm being likable. And people go, like, fuck off. Will you? But you could be you could be likable, but you'd be just acting a cunt. But like people go, I can't help but like that cunt. You know, even though like, it, it's funny, isn't it? It's like, um, it, it's not yeah, necessarily noticed, the dark I, material I, or the light material. I've noticed I'm more likable on stage when I'm a bit of a prick. Because I think people go out as some sort of tongue-in-cheek. There isn't, but people think there is. You know, <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who's a good example. I don't care if he's not listening or he is. Um, I don't know whether he wants this, right, but Michael Legg is very likeable, even though he's like, being a yeah. cunt on, on stage. <laughs> I, I hope that makes it... Well, I'm just saying, I hope that makes him furious. I hope I, that keeps so him I. furious. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope he's absolutely spitting tacks about that. But, but there's something <laughs> about him. deep down a lovely man. Uh, yeah, it, well, everybody knows that he's, he's a fucking loyal and decent fella, but, like, also what's really funny is, like... Um, like even when he's really having a go at people and calling people cunts, it's very likable. It's very um, there's something very charming about it, and he he doesn't want to yeah. be charming, does he? <laughs> I hope that annoys him a bit. Well, it, it should do. It should do. Um, oh, um, Rod, Rod has sent us a message saying, "Rips upset about Marks and Spencer's prawns." <laughs> <laughs> No, what we mean is we don't want people to rip off your famous bit about prawns that we all enjoy. Yeah. Do you know what? I bet you nobody even does stuff about the price of prawns at Marks and Spencer's, but it's just a thing. You're like the Roy Roy Keane, aren't you? No, I wasn't thinking of Roy Keane. That's prawn sandwiches. I I, I was thinking of them. I've got people in my head when I'm talking about this, but it's I'm trying to think of like, do people people do this? Do people do go? I tell you what, I'll just talk about domestic things with the wife, you know, like um, so. Shopping's obviously going to come up, isn't it? I, I don't know if people, I don't know if people necessarily plan to do that. I've heard of one person who did, and it was someone who was well, someone local to us who was massively was it sort of like going, oh no, I just want to appeal to the wider range of people, but he's a fuck up, so he couldn't. Um, it's time useless. He was like, <laughs> I just, I just talk about normal stuff about bringing up kids. So I was like, I but. You can it, can you? But then he got on stage and you know took his trousers off or something. It's all gone then, isn't it? You know what I mean? I, I, I find it all a bit. Do you know? I don't like it when people say. And then yeah, I hear I, 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 me fucking heart drops when people say, "Oh, have you say, heard so and so stuff about? He's just become a dad, and the stuff about the baby and everything's so funny." And you go, 
Oh, I don't want to fucking hear that. Sounds shit. Stuff about yeah, them. Yeah, sometimes I get annoyed if, like, Claire says something funny, and I'm like, oh, man, people are, I'm going to have to say it now, but it would have been better if, like, it wasn't my wife. You know when people say it, and, and the stuff they do about the nappies and, oh, and having to deal with the, the having to empty the nappies and wipe the arse of the, and you think, well, that doesn't sound funny. And they say, oh, no, but it's really real, it's really earthy, and you go, that just doesn't sound funny. I don't think there's anything funny about nappy changing. Nothing whatsoever. I, I, I can't see it, unless there's a great na- a pun in there. <laughs> I, <laughs> funny, um, I, I guess it's like, I can understand it from the context of it's, I guess when you've got young kids, that's all you're thinking about, isn't it? Mm. So, Maybe. I mean, probably not you, because you're like an unreconstituted, like fucking Neanderthal, you know. So you're probably like, you do that, love, I'm drinking, you know. But like, you know, proper dad and that. I, I don't know. I, I think that's a bit much, really, saying that. I, I feel, Sorry, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I need to see me to cut the girl. Yeah, it's, it's, I think, I think like, it's yeah, easy, yeah. You know? No, but if I wanted to be a modern man, right, ah, I don't know whether I was or not. I, I did change that reason. I put like, I, but I wouldn't make a big deal of it. I, it's all a bit like. Um, and then you know you know you, you get asked to go. And then being a modern man, I change the nappy, and I think, but why do I have to do this? It's bloody horrible. And you, yeah, oh, there is a bit of like wanting to get credit for just doing something that. Well, yeah, you should if you're a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right, isn't it? The uh, I can't say the word even even on this show. <laughs> I won't say the n word, right? But the the Chris Rock thing about the difference between black people and them is when yeah, I do is. love that stuff about them going, um, you know. I take care of my kids. What are you supposed to? It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, isn't it? It is fucking proper funny because what you can relate that to is a lot of <coughs> cheap white trash as well, isn't it? You know? Um, like, go, hey, I, I yeah. bloody... I, you know, when I have my wages come in, I, tr- I bloody treat the kids. I don't... And you think, well, that's the least of what you can be fucking doing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I see what you like about me, right? I've never hit a woman. <laughs> 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 I remember you talking to him. I remember talking to an AA man when my car was getting towed. I fucking couldn't get to a gig years ago, and going back. And I liked again. He was likable. This bloke. He was fucking likable. And uh, I, I, I was ta- he was talking to him about like blokes, the way blokes behave, and all that. And and he's saying I can't understand why a bloke would want to do that. And I went and I says it's a bit like. I says it's like blokes that hit women, right? Like I says, I'm not being all, I don't, I'm not being moralistic about it, but I've never understood why you would want to punch your wife. I I've never, <laughs> I've never understood why you would think you, you know, get any pleasure or make you feel a bit better by punching your wife. I can't, I can't get that. And uh, he went, ah, and ah, and but then he went, mind you, though, women can be a pain in the fucking ass. <laughs> oh shit, you do it. You have hit your wife. <laughs> It's good that, it's good that no, he's like, no, no. you know, when you think, but women can be, mate, a fucking pain in the arse. And you kind of, now that you mention it, I think like, I can understand it. I might start taking it up. <laughs> they've gone on, like. <laughs> the D, the D, yeah, gone on a bit, mate. It's similar to, you know, you're like, bugbear about people just relating tedious child stories of their kids and that. Yeah, That's yeah. sort of similar about People who get up and just hate their wife. You know, just, oh, yeah. just, just get divorced, man. You're get divorced, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. There's what's what's wrong with being a fucking bachelor? 
or, or you know, just get on with that. Yeah, or you, you might have a couple of kids. You can see them at the weekends. Get your own flat in that. You know, if she's that much of a pain in the arse, it doesn't have to be adultery or desertion that makes you fucking divorce. You just say, "Well, we're not." Yeah, we're in a irreconcilable it, 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 differences. It sort of worked in the old days, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. like when divorce was more taboo and that. Yeah. I could see it more than... In the same way, it's like mother-in-law jokes now because people don't live with their mother-in-law. Yeah, that, that was, I think that was, army, that was valid because the mother-in-law... Like, like, just fucking like, change your life then, you know, it's easy. You're not happy. I, I like, agree, agree. There, there, there was, it was relevant in the old days, but now, you know, the mother-in-law... most My mother-in-law, she died recently. She, she was fucking nice. I, I, she was... I mean, me missus had said, oh, she said this and that down the years, but I thought, well, she was all right with me. I fucking liked her. So yeah. um, it doesn't really fit the narrative. Um, but, yeah. um, you know, if you don't like your mother-in-law, you just say to the missus, well, I don't really want to go up there. <laughs> yeah, you go around. I'll be, you know, I'll go around a couple of times a year and I'll be polite. Yeah, dick, yeah exactly. I'll be all right at Christmas. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be civil to our funerals. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking have a go there, you know. But, you yeah. know, they're normally just like, you know, People are trying their best, aren't they, to be yeah. polite? <laughs> Aye, I would have thought so. that's the best way to be, isn't it? For fuck's sake. Um, and and these people getting angry about it. And and uh, people that get angry about... Um, you know, people get angry about... Um, so I took, the, I took the fridge to the tip and the bloke says, Hey, you need a, uh, you need a fucking uh, an appointment to bring this. He asks, well, fucking hell, dickhead. How am I supposed to do that? You're going, Look, why can't you just be a bit calm with him and go, Sorry, I didn't realise you need an appointment. <laughs> Now that I've got I mean, the fridge here, can I put it here? What's he going to do? I know, and he might go, well, it's all right this once. You go, well, that's fine, mate. I understand you've got a job to do, I. Um, but... I always say, remember when Jobsworth was a big fucking insult? I, I remember something I used to watch that life as a kid and then I'd like a Jobsworth of the week. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, it is more than his Jobsworth. He's just, you know what I mean? Exactly, and, and going through complicated bits of legislation to get round, like you on Neil Heron, the metric mart icon. Aye, but what if it's on a Sunday <laughs> and you go, and the looks, but I don't fucking know. You just can't bring that in here. <laughs> oh, oh, jumps with, jumps with this more than me jumps with. You fuck off, will you? Fuck off. It's as you as you say. It's the bloke's job, and um, aye, that's right. There's a lot of belittling of like, I don't know. Even traffic wardens. I've been a victim of traffic wardens many times. But what are they supposed to do? Just like go around like a hippie and not give any tickets out at all? Get ah well, he's on a clear way, and nobody can uh, nobody can get. It's very difficult for the traffic to get round, and he's blocking an entrance. But hey, come on, no, come on. You back to fucking the, 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 the depot at the end of the day. And you're like. You don't get any today, Paul. There was a few parts, but yeah, good luck to them. <laughs> Monday, man. I mean, who am I? Who am I to piss on their bloody period? You're the traffic we've warden. Had, we've all done it, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what am I what, what am I am I just going to put people in a bad mood well yeah essentially that's what it's all about you know it's not much of a life this is it I'm not a bit better than this you know they're just people trying to do their best living their life mm. I mean no, it's not like you know, have a space for cars to get past what's the fucking problem I <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I've, I've never liked that have I think what it is is like it's punching down, isn't it? Because I love it. I love comedians having to go at authority and that. That's brilliant. It's fucking great having to go at authority. That's fucking terrific. In the true 
Gilbert and Sullivan fucking style that you're ripping the piss out of these stupid conventions. But if you're having a go at service, that's a different thing. Isn't it? Having a go at the, the waiter, the taxi driver, or the, you know, again. And then this this prick serves you called uh, Darren, uh, um, a little chef. And you're going, well, stop going to a little chef, then you can't. I mean, can't we? go to somewhere better. Um, you can't well be a you're. <laughs> you're posh voice and you're going to a little chef. You didn't really go to a little chef, did you? You couldn't. You're just, you're just pretending they, for the sake of this routine. And these fuckers are working like fucking 50 hours a week or something in a job that's a good thing to hate. Caught in a mood. Yeah. It, it's. Um, and I suppose maybe you can't do that now because if you can't see he was Romanian, you'd turn to your right twat, wouldn't you? And then this <laughs> Romanian bloke comes up and I says, hey, fucking idiot, you probably can't even speak English, can you? And he goes, ooh, it's going on dodgy ground now. Oh, isn't it? Is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so um, anyway, so all, all comedians are cunts. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, uh, similar note, apologies uh, for friends of the Bray Rodders. It's just... I'm fragile and an egomania. So when he said, when I realized it was here and he was there last night, I just I had to threaten him into not saying Oh, you, you had to get, you you know? get your retribution in first. You're like Alan Shearer. Yeah, yeah, you're you're in like the elbow in the face before he fucking... Yeah, well, Rodders has put... He didn't deserve that because he said I was all right. No, there was no need for it, but you know, I, I think I think Rodders has seen it for the way it is. I think he's like, I think he's a, quite a gentleman, you know? Um, no, I shouldn't have, shouldn't, shouldn't have done that, you know? Like, since he was all right. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So, Lee, what, what's yeah. what's what's on in the future for you? <laughs> I sort of know, really, but just tell the listeners. I've got a show on, like one of them live stream ones. Oh, yes. Me. What's that called? Hi, uh, me, 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 me. Uh, it's called Conquest. It was the show I was doing last year, not the fringe of the year before, but then, you know, it all fucking mm-hmm. all went, didn't what, it? So, what, see it what? one last time, because it seems to have to do a show about 2019. Yeah, what's Conquest all about then? Sorry? What's Conquest all about? Wait, what it's about? It's about when I was in Australia. And the thing is, what I want to do, Gav, I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. None of these fuck ever come. What what I was trying to do was write a show where it was clearly bollocks. The story wasn't true. Oh, yes, I've done one of them. I wanted them to know. I wanted the the audience to sort of buy into the story. But what I've done is written a show... Where I had a whole country against us, and I came out of it looking like a fucking hero. I said, "Oh, that's right. really not what I wanted to write." So, well, I remember the show, and I thought it was really good. And I even asked you at the end, "I went, did did that happen?" I mean, I'm not going to say yeah, what the answer happy, was. Even though, like, it's just like I, I was arrested in Australia, but I didn't mention it to anybody I know. You know <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep the suspense in case people don't want to know what what happened. You know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, sure, that's what I should have said. I might have, it did happen, everyone. I mean, I'll, I'll ruin Matty Reed's story, if you want, uh, Catfish. Nice. Basically, basically, some woman, he thought he was going to marry her, but it was a fat lass from Darlington. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry, Matty! Too, yeah. And, like, you're sort of like, you watch it going, oh, that's an incredible story, because it is, but you also think, you fucking sick cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? How am I, Matty? <laughs> it is it is bizarre, like it's fucking bizarre. Um, What's the fucking matter with you, mate? <laughs> it, it was mental, especially well. Oh, is this getting a bit too dodgy, Crown? But he used to tell us like he used to be talking about no. her to us and I was going have you not met her? Oh no, no, no met her. It's been two years, but yeah, you should not just a big fat last on Darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be funny if she was listening tonight. <laughs> um, well, she, she, I bet she still keeps up with what he's up to. 
Well, he he told me that she knew my name and other people's names because you'd say like, "Oh, I see you were gigging with Gav last night," and that. And then, what really? So she she took notice of everything he was on and and knew people's names and I don't know. I mean, uh, um, I, well, I, I, love... I think they do the work, yes, stalker, doesn't they? Yeah, you've got, you've got to give them that. Oh, they do. I, I love that bit in. I'm giving away his show now. It's a great show. I'll yeah, I'll give him it a, a wonderful show. And um, I love the bit where the first coppers, Northumbria police coppers, come to his door, the first ones, and he explains what happens. And one of them goes, we fucking hell, mate, it's only a lass. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is so fucking northeast, isn't it, Jeremy? And like, it, quite rightly, guns, I'm not having them come to the door this time. And so the next CID man comes and takes it seriously. But the, one of the two beautiful costs we met is only a lass. <laughs> if you imagine, imagine the film, you know, play Misty for me, the Clint Eastwood film where the woman wants to kill him because she, she wants. Play, um, play Misty on the radio is a DJ and, and it ends up um, you know the real dodgy love thing and then and then she wants to stab him at the finish and she ends up getting stabbed yeah. and everything but imagine if like uh, it, it, it would get it would get killed in the first sentence if it was a Jody bloke that he knew uh, you know because <laughs> this woman keeps asking for Misty at the radio station but what a lass fucking hell man you don't want to be worried about that Clint <laughs> The fucking man, are you? Sake, I thought you were the man with no name. More like the fucking the man with no bowels. <laughs> you big puff. More like the puff with no bowels. <laughs> fucking hell. Play Misty for me. Why didn't you say no? I'm not fucking playing Misty. I'm going to play fucking Led Zeppelin, you stupid cow. <laughs> I bet you're playing the fucking village people for aren't you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're not out yet, but you get the idea, didn't you? You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking hell, man. Jesus, I used, I used to watch your fucking spaghetti westerns. Fucking hell, man. I didn't didn't realise you were a big fucking a big fucking mincer. I thought it was a gun in your hand, but you were just pleased to see it. <laughs> oh, I've missed this show. You know, it's 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 late night and it's, it's offensive. I realise I'm not even fucking talking about. It. I did two gigs last night. I suppose. Well, oh, tell us about the gigs quickly. You may as well. Yeah. No way. Runners were that one of them. You know. I, I, I run us was Al Branson, Branson was dizzy. Apparently, it's a medical complaint, but he was just fucking dizzy. So I filled in, you know. He was dizzy. He was bit fucking comparing. D I Z Z Y. Sorry. Dizzy, as in D I Z Z Y. He was dizzy. I apparently no, apparently some genuine thing came on where I don't know. You had to go to the doctor. I didn't get tablets for it. So, so I fucking just filled in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've done them gigs, man. That's fucking class. I prefer them to a lot of actual in-person gigs. Oh, same here. Like, really cheers us up, because you're there and you know everyone who's, who's on, you know. Ah, your workmates, man. I love it. And, you, and, you, and like, you know, you can talk to the crowd properly and stuff. And Yeah, all the acts fucking did really well, you know. Um, Lauren, John Scott, Neil Harris, and then um, there is Zoe on last two, I think. I think she's a good choice to go on last because I wouldn't want to fucking follow that. So she was know? on last. I didn't know she was. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I think there's a lot to be said for these gigs. And sometimes having someone on last you wouldn't necessarily expect who was absolutely up for uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Should be. Yeah. Uh, and that's not any of the ones on odd or shouldn't. But well, yeah, I was, it's nice I, to mix it up a bit, isn't it? I like I like the most bizarre one to go on last, but that's just me. Some people say, oh, "No, you need like a, a banger, a very." Dependable last act, but I like the fucking medicine. I, I think her act is though. I think it's it's odd, but she's sharp enough. You know what I mean? With Athena character, she's not 
fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a very dependably funny actor. It was a well, great way to it, Again, it, it, she reminds us of lasses I knew at school, like... Um, from there was an estate of Warwick called the Bronx, and it was uh, I'm, I think everywhere's got a Bronx, you know. But um, yeah, we, we've got one sort of the other now. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, we used to we used to think we we're the only people that had thought of that idea of using the um, the suburb of New York for one of our estates, and then oh, it's the only place apart from the the real Bronx that's got a Bronx. You we know? call we call the nice bit Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> We call a queen queen Victoria statue. We call a statue of liberty. <laughs> you call the Chinese takeaway honkers. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't even laugh at that. So. <laughs> it's just a fact. Um, the uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so last as I went to school with, I had dogs and things. With and the one I was called Webster and all that. And how Webster are you? Like, what? Call us by my first name, you cunt. You know, like, and, and the one I was like, they're always a bit forward and a bit like, um, oh, you just, you just knew that they were in a fucking house where there's some horrible goings on had gone on. You know what I mean? You always think that when you watch I mean, Zoe, you think she's from yeah. a household where she's seen horrible fucking things in her life. You know what I mean? And I think that's true, but you know. Well, you mean it's true of the person playing the you know character? I mean? just... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's true of the person playing the character, or oh, true. Oh, I, I. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I meant like in a in a more pinmatic, <laughs> horrible way, you know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it's very funny. It's very, very funny. Character. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a funny. And then yeah, it was just such a good show because you sort of worry. It's the first one because like, we did New Year one. We did like Christmas oh. corporate stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they were just mostly really dead nice, apart from one, you know, because it's a corporate gig. You're gonna get one. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. you worry that. After New Year, maybe it's not going to seem as good, but it fucking did, like it. Aye, oh, these, these it, sound great. It was really re- yeah. refreshing, man. And then we did like a new act of the year competition afterwards because we figured the stuff's already set up. We might as well have two gigs in the night, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what that was, was that like? Good, actually. Like, was that good? I felt a bit sorry for them because, um, like, as new acts, it's a shit time to start because they're starting and they've barely done anything, but they all sort of did all right, you know? Did they? It was all right, huh? God, new acts, so well, I mean, you know. It's funny, like you get one diamond in the rough, but then new acts as a rule are fucking hard work to watch. You know, I'm not being a yeah. snob, but it is. No, I think that's enough. true. I think that's true, and I think there was obvious nerves in the room because why wouldn't there fucking be? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're dead new and you're suddenly doing a gig, and the only people that people in the room are the other acts, and then some acts who have been going a lot longer than you, who are there to fucking compare or tech it. You know, it is a bit, bit nerve wracking. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the one that won was the only one who, because other people in in these gigs, as you know, God, like and there's headphones there, so you can and there's a screen in front of you so you can see everyone, wow. and the headphones on, you can hear them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a coincidence the only one who won was the one who put the headphones on, because that's yeah. the one that seems live, you know, and reactive. Yeah. Even for timing, I was saying to them, even if it, you don't want to talk to them, I understand that, but just to hear the timing of the joke yeah, is the last uh, important, mean, man. All right. So it was the it, one who. It's not the, like. Uh, but, you put headphones on, all right, it doesn't look like a normal gig, but things aren't normal anyway, <laughs> so you might as well fucking nah. do it, you know what I mean? And it allows you to react like it's a normal gig, and I think the only one who did that is the one who came across the best, because right. it's like, are oh, they in the room, you know, they're actually course, they're not just yeah, yeah. delivering that script oh, quickly to a screen, you know. <laughs> well, there's been a few messages. First of all, Pubcat got in touch and said, oh, it's, it's for these funny lines that I've got, and should put... Um, Sean Hughes, everyone grows out of their Morrissey Morrissey phase, except Morrissey. 
It's, it's, it must be the show. Yeah, I, I didn't actually like Sean Hughes. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, the, uh, and uh, Johnny Coops, I think that's John Cooper, has put, um, been there, done that, well said. It must have been something that got said before, so I don't know. But That might have been three months ago or something. I, noticed, I was on the, yeah, I noticed the message from three months ago. So uh, that. No, it definitely was 14 minutes ago. Um Probably All right. 15. Well, I agree. If it was something I said, well, I John Cooper has actually texted and said, "Great show, nice surprise, perfect balance <laughs> of comfort listening and gig bitching." More, please. Well, I mean, I don't know what you mean. Like, more, please. I mean, we're, we're still talking. If that's more, um, and um, you like this one? Uh, Dean was sent a couple of messages <laughs> in. Happy New Year, Gavin. Been keeping busy with a new kitten and found a duck waddling in the street. <laughs> so, so it now lives in the local park with Vince the Goose in the water lake. Glad the results are back. Ulster is British. Um, the, <laughs> the, it, it, it fucking isn't your prodigy, but um, uh, no, I, I like the way I like the cut of his jib. And the and the, and the next. I like Dean a lot, Gav. I like Dean a lot. But Dean, if you're listening, hello, mate. Love to hear, talk to you. Mm-hmm. Half the time, you send us a message on Facebook. I don't reply because I don't know what you're on about. Like you'll send us just pictures and news clippings about. 80 celebrities that he's dead interested in just assuming I'm exactly the same and you go I've got nothing to say about the film well, I'm sorry on the, <laughs> on the really same film it. it's, took, it's took us a terrible trouble to finally get off the fucking the 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 Bill fan club page because he's put, he, he invited us into being in the the Bill fan club <laughs> and they keep getting messages up what fucking you know what what the bloke who plays Reg is up to now and all that oh, for fuck's sake so I finally took the plunge last week and went look I want to be not part of this group and they ask you loads of questions saying why have you lost interest and you go look I don't want to, what, what is it <laughs> not for you a you great bill content <laughs> and you go like look somebody from Middlesbrough put us on there and didn't, without asking in the first place do you know Dean <laughs> I've got nothing against the bill. It's just not that interesting. The times I've seen it, it seemed absolutely fine, but it's not a favourite of mine. Yes, yeah, I, I don't want to delve into the past. I don't. I don't miss the bill every day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, he's put. Um, he's he's he sent a message to you as well. He's put. Can you tell Lee that Morris from the Ivory Coast sends his best? I don't think we've met Dean, but you have. Describes Morris to us, and you did well. <laughs> not getting any trouble, right? I, I don't really know what uh, what to say about that. Um, but this is just a man who lives near him and is from the Ivory Coast. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? Is that all it is? <laughs> yeah, who I've never met. But, oh, you know. but. Do you know, I've, I've missed this community, especially I've missed Dean sending these fucking crazy messages. Well, you know what, Dean? Give my love back to Morris. Why the fuck not? Eh? I why the fuck not? Let, let's in for a penny. You know what I mean, I don't, I don't I don't see why I wouldn't want Morris to have a nice life. Good luck to the bloke, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm bl- I'm glad there's another um another goose. Well, another duck that's um, joining Vince the goose in the fuck. What a great life he has. It's like it's like um. It's like children's program things happen to him all the time, don't they? Whereas I'm always doing dull things, you know what I mean? I'm like a boring documentary, but he's, he's like he's like he lives in Mr. Ben's world and stuff, yeah. isn't he? Hello, Gavin. I've just been doing some potato prints. <laughs> oh, hello. What's this? A goose. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. It must be great to be to you because, like, seeing one animal a week is like, well, I had a good week. You know? <laughs> That's me and he's pretty good, dude. 
In fact, lockdown's not that bad for uh, 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 probably the likes of Dean, you know. Um, so, um, um, yes, oh, I've been really enjoying the show. Oh, somebody's Steve right now. Somebody's saying that they're really enjoying the show. Anyway, so, right. Well, look, uh, Lee, I'm so glad you got in touch, actually, because I didn't think I'd get any callers tonight. I just had a funny feeling it would be. Absolutely. Yeah, and I was only going to do an hour, so we're around hour and twelve. So I better get off, um, because I want to go downstairs and start drink heavily, drinking heavily. Um, so um, yes, well, um, I don't think there's anything right, else well, from me. Uh, you get yourself I, I, off. In, I don't know why I'm hanging around. Really, thank you. I was going to say, no. do, you, do you know any really funny lines that you miss from the circuit? That was the that was the one. Um. Nah. Nah, that's fair enough. Um, nah, honestly, like, I don't, like, really watch anyone else because I just, I don't want to pollute me off. You, oh, you, you, you want them to get into your world. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> what I do is, cause I'm quite often comparing, as you know, so what I'll do is I'll just sort of uh, wait and hear a really loud applause mm. and then stand up and run to the stage. And sometimes I hate when you hear a really loud applause and you get up and they just told a good joke. Wankers, that yeah. much, aren't they? Oh, uh, well, fair enough. Yeah, I, 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 I um... oh, and of course, all of your great jokes, Gavin. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I, well, uh, I think that all equally good. Well, well, that's why I always plan to just make them of an equal level. I've sometimes written ones that are actually even superior, but I thought, no, nah, that's, that's not fair on the others. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, I want to give you the best chat. If I, if I use that one, yeah. then I have to improve all of my jokes slightly to keep up with it. So it's better off. Yeah. Get rid of that one. Well, jokes are good enough. Actually, you know? just before you go, I remember um, Simon Munry on one of his shows talking about Frank Carson had died. And he went, Yeah, Frank Carson's died this year, RIP, you know, RIP. And he says, And he said something about, What's his two famous catchphrases? Do you know this? This material that he did. Somebody shouts out, You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a cracker. He went, Yeah, that's one of them. So he says, It's the way I tell him. He went, Yeah. He says, Two diametrically different um, fucking um, philo- <laughs> philosophies. He went, you know, like, it's a cracker or it's the way I tell him. He says, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, were they all crackers or were they all the way to? He says, he says well, maybe maybe the first couple of jokes are crackers. So he tells them they're really good. And then it comes to his third joke and he's thinking, oh, God, this isn't a really great joke. I'm going to have to tell this really well. <laughs> And the whole audience gets it because it's so fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell this one really well. Oh. Yeah, that's really fucking good. Oh, I, really I saw funny. him at the fringe in you know, a show, which I didn't really love, sadly. But you know that happens to all except me. You know, yeah. he's doing um, he's doing this just out of the way. He came up with this line. He went, um, of course. The vast majority of child molesters were abused themselves as a child. Oh, so the only real solution is to kill the victims. That's right. It's to hang the victims. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's, it's an old one of his, but that's such a great joke. It's great because it? it was just sort of put in just to the, into this fucking whimsical show. Like, <laughs> I'll tell that one. I. Yeah, and it's and it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it, we, 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 like, we need, we need to we need to break the cycle. That's what it is. So what we should do is hang the victims. <laughs> <laughs> that's very yeah, good. That's good joke. Man. Oh, it's a proper good joke, man. Right then, I'm gonna fuck off myself. So thank you very much for getting in touch, mate. And I shall speak to you soon. Right, Cheers, Lee. Good night now. Lee Kale, I think, sort of uh, bringing bringing the show to a closer. I'll just quickly read these out. Um, so anyway, it was um, Addy van der Borg saying that uh, new songs were coming out of my arse. That was his, that was his line. And the great was Alan Miller. The great one, the great line I remember was Alan Miller, Scottish comic, 
who said, uh, I'm currently writing an old gay old black musical called Seven Brothers for Seven Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Seven Brothers for Seven Brothers. And he, and he said it in a stupid kind of um, punchline-y um, <clears throat> uh, musical way. Right, couple to read out. Rebecca Megan Davis um, was... She was the uh, Cal Halbert catchphrase. It was a night out for you, but it's a career for me. I, I knew that as a, an old heckle put down. It was a night out for you, night off for your family. But that, that's, that's, that, that was that one anyway. Um, yes. Dan Evans was uh, talking about Alan Miller. Um, this, this Apparently, this one is a Matt welcome joke. And the teacher saying, oh, Matt, the pen is mightier than the sword. And he's put, I wish you'd told me that earlier, miss. I've been losing lots of fights in the playground. <laughs> He's good, yeah, yeah. Um, Alan Miller's buy two carriage joke, uh, Martin Moore said. No, this was some... says, as a single man, when I buy one carriage at the supermarket, I'm always worried that the checker woman is thinking that I'm going to stick it up my arse. So my advice is buy two. You can always eat one. <laughs> it's good at what it is, yeah. It, 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 he had a lot of lanes like this, Alan Miller. He's not died or anything, by the way. He's just in. He just does writing now. But he was very funny in his time. Um, Lee Patterson's put. I could never be gay, no, because I could never fuck someone I respect. And he said, "Guess the deliverer." Somebody said it's it maybe Jimmy Carr. I'm not sure. Jim Jeffries. Um, one of my favourite lines about that was it. it was, Bernard Mannon said it, but I don't think it'd be his. And it was like, uh, "I could never be gay. Um, I could never bear being." Um, Turned down by both sexes. I think it was one of them. But this is a lovely one. Jo Joby McGeehan. I mean, I don't admit it's his Groucho Marx. I mean, I don't remember seeing Groucho Marx in the circuit, so I've not missed this, but uh, you can still probably watch Duck Soup and, and be interested in this. But Joby McGeehan was um, Groucho Marx. I've had a perfectly wonderful evening, but this wasn't it. <laughs> That's great. Um, and Rob Mulholland, I watched a McMiller set on YouTube the other night and creased that. I hate people who take drugs. You know, like customs officers and security guards. That's a good joke. These are lovely one-liners. Um, and he said about how great Mick Miller was. Um, and he had such a beautiful twinkle. I know what he means. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, the same in Lomas, Uncle Rasputin. Um, John Scott, I thought I was a cool hippie. Turns out I'm just a drug addict. That's Tom Steer. That's a good joke, yes. Um, Mike Gunn uh, oh he's talking about doing a Zoom gig hi uh, Lee Kate I like it when it goes in I'm sure about that one um, Craig Munro Newcastle lose again biggest joke of the season oh dear don't remind us John Cooper he wasn't who he said he was deadpan Dan Bland's Jesus routine not sure what that is um, Michael Hoff has put um uh, what do you think I am an engineer and I correct him he's referring to Bobby Thompson about him going uh, packing to go to Blackpool the next day and she's trying to pack it's time by the way she's trying to pack and she says um, she's putting everything in the carrier bag and she shouts up she says Bobby the handle snapped on the carrier he says hey I'm not an engineer anyway that's a that's a great joke of its time um, uh, Michael Holford you'll be sorry in a minute I'm sorry now Mark Kennedy don't really understand that one, but there you go. Um, the uh, what uh, what, what we're looking at now? Um, uh, Joe Heenan. I saw Alan Miller's fringe show, Balinese Shadow Porn, 
about 20 years ago, and I've never laughed so hard. I remember an elderly couple sat in front of me, and they were fucking disgusted by it. Every time me and my mate go forward with laughter, they would turn around and look at us and tut. They left after 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't remember that. Lad. He said it was ridiculous funny. I still laughed out again thinking about it. He should have won the Perrier for it. He didn't even get a judge in. I know it's terrible. It's bloody terrible. Um, Susan Morrison, I love Balinese Shadow Porn. I like everything Alan did. Um, G.S. Feeney never heard of Alan Miller, but that's very funny. Um, uh, John Scott, I think he's done one for himself. <laughs> well done, John. Um, uh, oh, Lee's got back. So I like it when it goes in is a Zoe line with a good main bit talking about what she likes about sex. It's the way she tells him. <laughs> you shall to tell that one, Will. John Scott, my name's John Little John, which bit, uh, which is a bit of an unusual name, but as Judas Cunt Munch's mom used to say to him, what's in a name, son? I've heard that before. Uh, Mark uh, Kelly used to say, what's in a name? That was my my teacher used to say that, and her name was Mrs. Knobgobbler or something like that. Uh, Tony Kinsella, Gary Delaney, I spent this morning mentally undressing women in the park because they don't press charges if you pretend to be unmental. Um, pretend to be mental. Sorry, on PC, but fucking funny. Um, oh yes, mentally undressing because you pretend to be mental. Yes, Jane with a Y Mullen. They built a huge wall when a simple entrance fee would have done. Ah, oh, seriously, Pro proper jokes. Own it. So pleased. Comedy results are back on. Felt note was class and Friday. Break from Netflix and dodgy box. <laughs> but enough of my gynecological problems. Uh, just hope we got muted in the second show. We had a full on domestic over where we put the Mac. <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, yes. Um, Tony Dunleavy, one of my favourite Doug Stanhope quickies. I told my girlfriend I wanted to fuck her between the tits. She says, OK, but how are you going to make it good for me? I said, right before I come, I'll stop punching you in the face. Yeah, that uh, sounds very Doug Stanhope-y. Um, uh, I, always, I always felt like Doug Stanhope was... Um, it always reminded us of something else. And I'm not saying he used to rip people off but he was always i always felt i'd heard it before you know i always felt generically it was something else i don't know am, am i being a bit harsh here i don't care i don't care anymore you know uh well you probably may have noticed that but i, I don't give a fuck either way but i always thought you, you'd ho sort of heard it before anyway just to piss people off i'm gonna end with some Catherine jenkins i think snow angel um that'll be good um yes um do we we've got a few on the common results site uh ben van der Velde, um jeff innocent's bit about studying for a degree in history when you've got a criminal background who was responsible for the civil war well i'm not a grass <laughs> that was very funny dave russell dave harringham's put down your mum still owes my dog fuck money Joe Heen and Alan Millers, I got stung by a bee and was rushed to hospital because I was in anaphylactic shock and the doctor misheard and said he amputated my cock. No, it's, um, he's in anaphylactic shock and the doctor thought it said, amputate his cock. <laughs> uh, Dougie Dunlop, I'm a bit of a ladies' man. Which part of me is a ladies' man? It's my fanny! <laughs> that was Alan Miller. <laughs> and which part of me is a ladies' man? That's right, it's my fanny! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Alan Miller, lest we forget. He's not dead. He's just, he's now a writer. So anyway, it's been a bit of a, a, an Alan Miller tribute tonight. We've had loads of listeners. I'm so pleased. So we're back, uh, but it's just a temporary one. We'll be back in a few weeks. Um, but it's been a nice little lockdown uh, experience for us all. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll put it on to, uh, 
whatchamacallit, um, SoundCloud tomorrow. Um, and uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you all. So um, no more messages. I don't think. I'll just double-check my Twitter. Um, but uh, no more messages uh, as far as I'm aware. And uh, it's time to... Uh, it's time to fuck it off. Um, so, uh, yes. Oh, by the way, um, I've got a job for you, Gav. My sitcom is on Amazon Prime now. So you don't need to pay. Just go to Amazon Prime, type in Gav, you got it, um, and watch the sitcom. Uh, I'm going to go. Um, what about... Um... <laughs> do we do Motorhead? Or do we do... Um, do we do... Um... Catherine Williams. <laughs> so, good. From the sublime to the fucking ridiculous. Oh, Weya. What about a bit of Weya? A little bit of Weya, don't you think? Uh, outdoor Mainer. Right. Weya. Outdoor Mainer. Good night, everybody. I shall see you, um, you know, whenever. For a silver fish, eternal dust is ticklish. Then the clean room, a house gets away. He lies on the sides, he tries to lie. The fact it's enough, which is nonsense, but he lies on the sides, he tries to lie. The fact it's enough, which is nonsense, but. Outdoor Mainer by Weyer. They always produce great songs, didn't they, Weyer? Anyway, good night, everybody. I shall see you. Well, it won't be next week. I'll see you in a few weeks, and uh, we might do a special. But thanks for listening. You're all legends. Thank you. Good night now.